What is going on, beautiful people? I hope that wherever you are on this planet, you are doing well. I am sending you all of my good vibes, prayers, well wishes your way wherever you are on the planet. We've got an amazing episode of the show for you today. We've got my buddy, my homie, Brandon Beecham on, and we are talking about his new book, The Golden Key, Modern Alchemy to Unlock Infinite Abundance. This is a fantastic show. We dive deep into a lot of different topics. Uh, he shares some incredible stories. Uh, some of them I didn't even know. So uh, we both listened to them the first time. And they're really, truly, truly extraordinary. So um, we talk about um, him being a serial entrepreneur, um, losing 90% of his business, uh, losing a $30 million deal, um, understanding what abundance is in all of its forms. We talk about uh, time being the ultimate form of abundance. We talk about the many forms abundance can take. We talk about why abundance is our birthright, um, why the journey is the goal, the power the power of placebo effect, uh, the key trust the mystery. We talk about abracadabra, abracadabra and the power of our words, uh, our number one jobs as humans. He shares some incredible stories and uh, amazing analogies. You know, Brandon hosts the Positive Head podcast. It is one of the top personal development podcasts in the world. I've met him a bunch of times and we've hung out. He's, he's such a great human being. So I always enjoy chatting with him. And in true fashion, if you enjoyed this podcast and you want his book, just go to goldenkey.gift and use the form ma- or the code mastery. So that's goldenkey.gift and use the checkout code mastery and you will get a free copy of the book. So if you like this show, please share it as far and as wide as you can. Censorship is nuts. They just uh, put me in YouTube jail where I can't upload. So make sure you go to Odyssey. Find me over on Odyssey, Matt Belair. Um, also become a member is the best way because you're going to be updated through the email list and the links. So go to mattbelair.com. And if you want to join a member, uh, become a member, it would be amazing. You can do it for free or by donation. Um, there's both options on the website called mattbelair.com. Click the membership and you'll be taken to a bunch of options there. If you do need the free option, just uh, email me. I'm happy to give it to you. No sweat, no questions asked and just appreciation for you staying in touch. Uh, what else am I using? Telegram. De- definitely get on Telegram. I'm, I'm sharing most of the information through Telegram because, uh, you know, I go through a ton of information each day. Um, a lot of it is, you know, kind of negative, but we want to know what's going on. And I, I still focus the podcast on solutions. So once we're aware of kind of what the negative is, we can move towards those solutions together. And I am conf- confident and hopeful we are moving in a positive direction. And uh, for those of you guys who want to go a step further and you want to work one-on-one and you want to learn about a powerful step-by-step master system for overcoming self-sabotage, strengthening your connection with spirit, overcoming fear, and designing the life of your dreams um, deliberately, I call it architecting your life, um, you can check out the Soul Compass course, which is in the academy, or... If you want to go a step further and you want to join it, join a group and do this with powerful community who are really dedicated to service to humanity and um, making the difference and you know living and working towards their life purpose, uh, hit me up at uh, www.mapbelair.com forward slash coaching and uh, apply to join the Atomic Alchemy group. Um, you're, if you're a fit, I'll, I'll definitely invite you to come on to a client call so you can check it out. Um, and so you have that option as well. So uh, that's it. Let's get into this uh, episode. But before we do, uh, remember the best and most important thing you can do to spread the vibe of the show is do three kind acts wherever you are in the world today. And let's just come into a state of peace and coherence before we dive in. So 
Wherever you are in the world, just stop what you're doing. Take in a deep breath in through your nose. Hold that breath and let it out slowly, filling every cell, every muscle, and every fiber of your being with peace, joy, contentment, inspiration, connection, courage, and ready to take on this amazing episode with my friend, Brandon Beecham. Hello and welcome to the Mastermind Body and Spirit Show. I am your host, Matt Belair. As you know, we are facing extreme censorship alongside many other truth seekers out there. If you want to support this show, please share, leave a review, become a member, and most importantly, do three kind acts a day wherever you are in the world. Today's guest is a serial entrepreneur host of the mega successful podcast, The Positive Head, and the late night show, Optimistic. He is the author of the new book, The Golden Key, Modern Alchemy to Unlock Infinite Abundance. Welcome to the show, my friend, Brandon Beecham. My fellow Sultan, Matt Belair, thank you for having me back. I just, uh, you, you are... You know, you've been teasing me about being a sultan for many years, but I think you might have uh, you might have taken the throne. Oh, man, I could only hope so, buddy. <laughs> I'm waiting for you to get those shoes. You know, when we meet and we're, we're at these the gatherings in L.A. and festivals, you've always got just the greatest outfits and jackets. You always remind me of a sultan, man. So I love it. You have to give me the get up. We'll, we'll, we'll do a duo one time when uh, the world lets us hang out back together. Maybe at Optimistic. That place is amazing. There you go. It's good to yeah. see you, buddy. It's good to have you. Yeah. So good to connect with you always. It's like, uh, it, you wouldn't even know a year plus has probably passed since we, we spoke, right? Oh, wow. Like this, face to face. Yeah. Holy smokes. Well, you know, for the audience who doesn't know you, um, just tell them a little bit about your background, because I think that you're such a great uh, success story in many ways. Uh, podcasting is blowing up. You know, you, I think you've gotten something like 15 million downloads, something absurd like that. Um, you know, you've been in the game for a very long time. You just wrote a book. You created Optimistic, which is a late night show, but you also have the Mystic Manor. And so you've been um, working for a long time and you're also a serial entrepreneur. So you're a, a bright guy with, with a, a beautiful intention, a beautiful heart, and also a strong work ethic. So it balances all those things out. And we've kind of discussed how, um, you know, you kind of have to problem solve as we go through here, right? People have an idea of what success is, right? But sometimes they don't know what's going on behind the scenes. So maybe you want to share a little bit about your story. Thank you for that beautiful intro, my friend. And uh, yeah, it all started when I was a toddler slinging crack and no um <laughs> <so he goes, laughs> what <laughs> yeah it was crack i was like my diaper sagged and uh so um yeah let's see where do i where do i begin i i started you know i started uh, i was raised very conservative christian and i started right right around 21 or 21 ish somewhere around there early 20s, I met someone who had some intuitive abilities and it just like floored me. It was like so outside of what I had been shown or told was, you know, going on, right? Spiritual centric uh, stuff. And so I was, I was blown away by what I saw and it, it caused me to start uh, exploring and looking outside of, you know, the, the, the dogma that I was sort of fed. And I, uh, you know, started reading lots of books and, and it was instantly like, aha, for me, like, I believe now looking in 
in retrospect, because my dharmic path entailed, you know, doing 1400 podcast episodes about the ultimate nature of reality and teaching best what I most need to learn, helping people to remember, re-dash member, come together, realize like we're all one with the source consciousness that creates and animates all things. When I first was getting exposed to this information, then it was just like, oh my gosh, how is everyone not seeing or getting this or understanding that this is how, you know, how things, how things work. And so, uh, you know, for many, many years, I was just, you know, just in awe of, of sort of decoding in my own way, uh, what, what was really going on here and, and then testing the waters. Cause it's one thing to understand a lot of this stuff theoretically. Right. And then it's another thing to, you know, walk the talk when, shit ain't going your way. <laughs> and uh, so that was a slow process, you know, of just, you know, getting slowly better and better at, at uh, implementing a lot of the, the ideas and perspectives that I had been reading about. And ultimately it led to, you know, I've, I had quite the, the journey. I've been a serial entrepreneur, as you mentioned, since, since childhood. And, um, you know, I had a big uh, sort of a, a probably around 2010, I had a 2009, 2010, uh, uh, one of my entrepreneurial ventures kind of fall flat. And I was on my friend's couch and I was like, okay, I know I've been studying this stuff for years. I know I'm worthy of more abundance than living on my friend's couch in my mid thirties. Like this is not, this does not define me. This is like, you know, I've, I'm learning lessons from this stuff and you know, I, I, I can call in, I can, I can get it right, manifesting more abundance in my life. And in this case, I was, you know, I was talking primarily about financial abundance because that was what was really lacking in that moment. I had, I had figured out some of the other things about abundance that, you know, uh, like relationships and health and, you know, all of those things I was doing pretty well. And so, yeah, I, I started, uh, you know, just kind of, uh, as I like to say, be it to see it. I was just in that vibrational flow of I, I am worthy. I don't know what it's going to be next, but I'm going to find something that that unlocks more un, un abundance in my life. And it led me to the travel industry, uh, something I'd never dabbled in and just, you know, circumstances, breadcrumbs, if you will, led me to starting a travel company. 2011, by 2015, I had 100 plus employees. We're an Inc. fastest growing private company doing 10 million a year plus in revenue, what one in 10,000 entrepreneurs ever achieves. And so, you know, it, it was like, it was a great validating moment for me, Matt, because it was like, okay, I'm not just crazy. I can call in some epic shit. Like, and, uh, you know, it was, it, it also was quite the hero's journey tale for, for me because I went from, you know, my friend's couch to a few years later, you know, Inc. fastest growing private company. We got to the point where we were being um, offered to, uh, we got uh, an offer to be bought out by a much bigger company for $30 million. Within 12 hours of getting that offer, uh, we lost 90% of our revenue. <laughs> and we, we were working with PricelineBooking.com at the time, a lot doing vacation rentals and, you know, doing like a million dollars a month in rental through them. And they partnered with someone else in the industry that was much, much bigger who did not like us, what we were doing. And so they said, look, we'll partner with you. You got to push this little guy out basically. And that's what happened. And so, you know, we lost 90% of our revenue. So imagine here's $30 million. You made it to the holy grail of financial abundance. Oh, never mind. You know, because of course the offer that was on the table 
was retracted once we lost 90% of our, our revenue. And, and then, but you know, it's like, it's like, it's like a story out of a movie or something because it got a little worse for me after that, where I had brought in, I started the company, brought my brother in very quickly as a partner. Then I brought in my best friend uh, about a year into it. And then about four years into it, we brought in a big wig guy who had exited a company for a billion dollars. He was like the man. He rep represented Mitt Romney to the Catholic community in the 2012 election to give you some perspective. And so here we brought in this guy. We were these scrappy entrepreneurs. I'm like this weird kind of hippie-esque character and uh, had never you know, played in business at this level. So we brought this guy in to help us take us to an exit. And he did. In his defense, he got us to that $30 million offer. But along the way, the year plus he was with us, it really shifted the dynamic of the company. Him and my best friend, the third partner, kind of became like, you know, two peas in a pod and not not peas that you want to hang out with. <laughs> they were very in their ego, very manipulative, very, you know, me and my brother are super creatives. And, it, you know, we had started everything, but now we had kind of given them equity and, you know, they, they had equal power. And at that time, I left day-to-day -day operations to start the Positive Head podcast to do this labor of love, you know, more about helping to raise people's consciousness. It's my highest excitement. And so now the, the power really shifted. And and it was a rough ride, especially for my brother who was there, you know, with them day-to-day -day that last year or so. And I remember the last time I'd seen my best friend months before everything went down and, and we lost, you know, we had the got hit by an asteroid, as I like to say, with losing 90% of our revenue. I remember him ask, saying to me, he said, so Brandon, question for you. If since you started this new podcast, if it were to blow up and get really to be a big thing, what would you do if the, the new guy, our fourth partner, were to sue you and say he was entitled to a part of it because you started it while you were still on payroll with the travel company? This is how their minds worked, right? And I'm just like, I think about it for a second, Matt, and I'm like, well, if he were to do that, I would give it to him because I'm an infinitely abundant creator and there's just more where that came from. You can't take what I have in a sense, right? And little did I know that was like a foreshadowing of, you know, months later, we, you know, we got hit by this asteroid. We lost 90% of our revenue. Then we uncovered that these two were sort of plotting how to uh, recapitalize and push us, me and my brother out, even though we were the the founders of the feast and had given them their equity, they had kind of decided I was crazy. And, you know, all the spiritual stuff is nonsense and, you know, get this guy out of here. Let's just, let's, let's out business him. Right. And let's, uh, let's kind of like a pull a Facebook on him kind of, kind of vibe. And if you saw that movie where the guy got all his equity pushed out. And so, you know, we uncovered this plot uh, you know, after we just, you know, it's already been rough. And then here's my best friend and this other guy that I give an equity to. Now they're trying to figure out how to get what's left from me. And we, we uncovered it just by virtue of e our emails had been connected years earlier. And when I used Gmail instead of Outlook, or my brother did, you could see all their emails back and forth. They were like merged. And so I went to him and I said, look, we've uncovered your plot to, to, to do this. You know, you don't have to take it. You can actually have what's left. We just want a release to get away from you guys. And as you can imagine, that was not easy considering we'd been offered $30 million weeks earlier. <laughs> and um, that's what I did. I got to actually practice what I, I got to walk the talk, right? It, it happened in a slightly different way, but that's what I did. 
So fast forward, that was December 24th, 2015. I wrote that email and said, I've uncovered this. Just here, take it. You can have it. We, we just want a release to get away from you two toxic fuckers. And, um, and so now fast forward, um, you know, to uh, my new book and the golden key in it. I write about uh, the, the idea of a villain in our story is all, uh, I had Dr. Eben Alexander on the show. If you're familiar with him, he wrote proof of heaven. He's the Harvard neurosurgeon who got meningitis and, you know, went into a coma and then they pulled the plug because his brain was fried. He's not coming back. He miraculously came back. And all he remembered was his time on the other side. Right. And one of the things he shared in the book and on my podcast when he was, was on was, I was shown that those who play the villain in our story are often our best friends on the other side to give you that, that experience your soul wants to experience this thing called forgiveness. And so, and of course I have, I have a lot of synchronicity around my birthday. It's, it's a crazy 10 minute story. I won't share it now, but you know, this, this ex business partner, his baby mama had my birthday as well as his grandmother. And so, you know, it's like, we are obviously very connected. And so I write in the book about it, like, hey, this I got to experience this this villain experience in my from my perspective and 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 offer forgiveness. And even though I no longer had anything to do with him. Now, fast forward to me ordering books after they're finally done. Uh, you know, this is going back like a month ago, two two months ago, maybe. I ordered the books, the physical books. The book is done, done, done. All of a sudden, I get a call on my phone. It's the ex-business partner I haven't talked to in five plus years. I'm like, you know, kind of shocked to see his name because he never even replied to my email about like, I, I did hand over equity. I never dealt with him or talked to him again. He never responded. He never like, and so my my partner, my girlfriend's like, Brandon, answer the phone and answer the phone. And I'm like, uh, okay. I answer it and he's like, has just come out of a really intense meditation experience. And he's been now... Back then, no psychedelics, no plant medicines, spirituality, like I was the crazy one kind of thing. And now he's on, he tells me I've been on this intense spiritual journey and you've come to me many times in meditations and on plant medicines, your higher self. And I don't know, I just want to thank you for my whole life has changed. I'm like, and he's one of these guys, he does everything to the, like, you know, like an extremist, you know, he's not going to get one Ferrari. He's going to get five Ferraris. He's not going to, you know, it's like everything is like intense. And so he's like, I've been on this intense spiritual journey. You've come to me many times and I just want to thank you. And, and, you know, I was just kind of shocked. He goes, and there's something about a book we're going to do together. You know, I can't even write an email. Like, uh, I, so I don't know, but I'm, you know, this is information is coming to me about a book and I'm like, well, I just ordered a book, uh, that I finished writing where you make a guest appearance as the villain in, you know, and now fast <laughs> forward to Sunday, a few days ago, we met up in person for the first time, you know, spent the day together. It was very intense energetically. Both of us cried. It was, you know, a great, moment of redemption and you know now all of a sudden i mean i was literally late getting on this call because he's calling me like hey how can i help you how can i help promote your new book how can i you know he's he's someone who in his very extremist way is now all about this world and he's done really well financially in the last couple of years um you know the first few years after our departure he he was had a really really rough time almost considered suicide and then in the last few years it's like you know 
he's sort of hitting the lotto, <laughs> which doesn't surprise me, you know, with him and how he is. And so now he's like, how can I help you? How can I support you? I mean, he just got a hundred copies of my book that he wants to get. He, when I went to his house, he has stacks of books by Ram Dass and, you know, he just gives these gifts to people. And he's like, just ordered a hundred copies of mine where that he wants to give out to people where he's labeled as the villain. It's like where you can't make this shit up. Like it's, it's just, it's such a wild journey. And that is a mouthful of an answer for you of uh, how I, how I got to where I am. <laughs> Holy crap, man. Well, you know, I knew bits of that story, but I didn't, I didn't know the details. Yeah. Like I can't imagine like one day, just like, here's a $30 million buyout. I'd be like, yes, this is amazing. And then you lose 90% of your business. It is I don't even know if they if they wrote a movie script like that, people would be like, "That's yeah. ridiculous!" Like, why would why would he just lose ninety percent and then get it back and then lose ninety percent? It's just there's no reason for that. So that that is it's, insane, it's, man. That's so crazy. I'll add a little uh, add on to it. So out of the ashes of that, me and my brother got away from them. We got our release. That's all we got. <laughs> you know, is a release. So we have nothing to do with the company or them or you know, and walked away. And we started a new travel company in this in a similar space doing slightly different model and that's done okay it's done well uh, and certainly not the rocket ship that the previous one was but now all of a sudden a few months ago the same company that cut us off pricelinebooking.com the biggest online travel agency in the world we just got an incredible partnership with them that with so we're, we're basically pivoting and doing this whole new model um where you know how on Priceline you can get like up to 60% off if you bid back in the day, like people would bid, and but you didn't know where you were going to land and how much, it, you know, if you put in a lower offer, they're like, congratulations, you got it. But you guess what? You're at the Holiday Inn that, you, you know, 10 miles away from where you want and it's shitty or whatever. We basically have, because of our past relationship with them, we have a partnership where we're getting those, those deals and we're partnering with, um, you know, influencers who are going to, we're just basically going to give it, it's going to be a discounted online travel agency where you get those deep deals, but you actually know what they are up front and where it would be in the bottom line of what you can pay. And, um, and then it's going to be like, you know, social travel sharing, it's going to be influencer powered and, um, and then also out of the woodwork came a, a potential partner. It looks like it's going to happen who built the biggest real estate platform on the internet and exited billion dollar plus years ago it's now looks like he's going to, I actually expect I could get the offer today of how he comes in as a partner. So it's like all of a sudden, like the, you know, out of the ashes, something is in potential that could be way bigger than a $30 million company as well. So it's, it speaks to what I said. It's like, Hey, I'm infinitely abundant. Uh, you can have it. There's so much more behind this, like, you know, and, and so it's, what a what a gift to me to be able to walk the talk and put it into practice what I'm preaching and and actually see results. So the the final story isn't fully out yet. So we'll next episode, we'll you know a couple of years maybe we'll see how did how did Hello VK the new travel company and new you know thing do? I have a feeling it's going to really take off based off the model and the partnerships. And then it's like I would have never even started that had that other you know disaster not happened. Right. So. Holy smokes, man. Well, yeah, that is a master story of just letting go, right? And understanding that you can continue to create, but you have to let go of one thing that you know is toxic. And then all in the while, you're you're making the Positive Head podcast. So you're going through this this business thing and, and 
you know, dealing yep. with all this kind of stuff and making the right moves, you know, when, when the, the universe or your reality is giving you challenges and obstacles. And it happens to everyone who is trying to achieve yep. something. If you're going to be an entrepreneur, you're going to fail. If you're going to, you know, try and do something that's meaningful to you, you're going to fail. It's just a part of it. But, you know, yep. understanding that you can just get back up and do it again and reconnect to, you know, who you really are and, and understand that you'll get those new opportunities. But all of those learning experiences are so valuable. And once you do that, um, you know, you can do it again. It's like one of my buddies who, uh, Joshua Smith, very successful guy. And, um, you know, he told me like, you could take everything from me, you know, and I'll start yep. all over again because I've learned how yep. to build it. And so that's an incredibly power empowering perspective. I don't know if I could be, I don't know if I, I have that. I'd love to say I could do it, but we'll see what I get there. Holy smokes. That's, that's nuts. So like, let's talk a little bit about your view on abundance, because we talked a little bit about that at the beginning. And uh, I love your view on it. So what inspired you to write the book? And, and what is abundance to you? Mm, great question. So, uh, you know, I start the book out, it's the golden key, modern alchemy to unlock infinite abundance. And I started out like, look, if you're coming to this book, because you want to learn how to invest in cryptocurrency or skip to Starbucks and then do this with it, or, you know, switch to Geico and save $300 a year. This isn't the book. It's not, yes. Financial abundance is, is a thing. It is, a, it is one of the forms of abundance, but certainly I wouldn't say even the most important form of abundance. If we're going to gauge, I would say time is, um, but you know, time relationships, wisdom, health, all these various forms of abundance. I believe I, well, I know they are, they are our birthright. They are who and what we are, you know, abundance is our birthright. The, the quintessence of our being, you, you know, we are the abundance that we see. And so the book is all about getting to the core, I love Matt to go to the root of the root of the root. What's the base of, what's the foundation of this thing we're talking about? How do I, you know, what, what foundation is, is it built on? And so, you know, what I believe wholeheartedly is, you know, you and I are the, the, the source that the consciousness that animates my form is the consciousness that animates your form. The separation between us is an elaborate illusion. And so, once you go down that road and, and explore that potential, and it, it's basically relative truths as I lay out in the book, like from one perspective, you and I are separate. We can make that argument and people could certainly agree with it. Uh, from another perspective, maybe less easy to identify, you and I are one. Both are true depending on the vantage point from which we're speaking. So what I lay out is like from the ultimate perspective, the ultimate nature of reality, it's all an extension of self. Therefore, all the abundance in this entire universe and beyond the physical universe is an extension of me and I of it. So literally it is, it is at there what's keeping me from tapping into more of it to use, you know, in a, in a meaningful way in my life. Well, it's like, it's like the acorn. If, if you find an acorn on, you know, a little boy finds an acorn, you know, on the ground and takes it and puts it on his shelf it's not going to sprout into the oak tree that it's, it's its potential. But if you create the right conditions, the right sunlight, the right temperature, the right, you know, water, soil, what does it become? It becomes this epic oak tree, like the tree behind me sort of, right? So it's, it's just about creating the right conditions for it to emerge. Less, you know, Derek Rydell talks about the law of emergence as opposed to the law of attraction. No, it's not like you need to necessarily 
attract something external of self, but rather creating the right conditions so that it can emerge through you. And of course, by the way, when a acorn, you know, grows it, there's some, some growing pains there. It splits open. It, you know, it, it's, it kind of, you know, it busts it. It's like the, the butterfly and the, the caterpillar and the butterfly, same kind of thing, you know? And I, I talk about that, the butterfly, I mean, the caterpillar starts off, it destroys everything in its path. It's super destructive. Um, I was telling, talking to my mom about this. She goes, you know, my mom's super dramatic where I get it from. <laughs> She's like, yes, you're right. It's just killed my geraniums of three years, you know? And, and so it's like, and then what happens is all of a sudden uh, time plays, it does its thing. And all of a sudden these imaginal cells pop up in the, in the caterpillar. And it's like, Oh, what is this invader? This doesn't belong here. Kill it. And that's what it does, which, you know, of course has happened in our own society. Think back to all the greats who've spoken out about all these great truths up, oh, kill it. And that imaginal cell, kill it. And so, but over time, more and more imaginal cells start popping up and they start working together. And eventually the tide shifts, it turns and the caterpillars days are, are numbered now. And it, it ultimately turns, this is when it goes into the chrysalis, the caterpillar cells, all the destruction that's precipitated melt down into a goo all that pain and destruction that it, it did and participated in become the fuel that the imaginal cells feed off of to then make the transformation into a butterfly. And I believe that's where we're at in our current, our current point in our evolution as a society. So, um, we're, we're, we're coming out of the COVID chrysalis, I call it. And so, you know, as we, as we emerge from the COVID chrysalis, I believe the game is changing too. It's a different time. If you want to know the outcome of what any endeavor that you're having now more than ever, what is the intention behind it? The intention will always give you an indicator of what the final outcome is. So, you know, you start to realize, hold on, I'm one with everything. It's all me. And, you know, Gandhi said, if you want to find yourself, lose yourself in the service of others. I believe that holds true because there are no others. So, you know, in this book, I break down eight keys that here's the perspectives. If you apply and implement, read this with an open mind, apply and implement, see for yourself what kind of results they, they get. Because at the end of the day, I can talk all day, but results speak the loudest. And I've seen from 25 years of deep exploration and bumping my head many times, being a slow learner, you know, but finally, you know, really getting better slowly, but surely at implying these perspectives. And they've just led me to so much goodness, Matt. It's like, you know, I, I, I've, I'm sold. <laughs> so I just want to share them with others because I call it the good kind of selfish. If I help you to remember who and what you are and tap into more abundance, I inevitably get more as a, as a byproduct because I'm literally doing it to self. And so, yeah, that's why I wrote this book because I'm selfish. Holy smokes, man. Well, that's amazing. And it, it's all incredibly validating just because of your original story, you know, and what you're able to do. It's like, you almost have to be okay with nothing to be able to accept everything or, or to be able to accept yep. more. It's a weird paradox. Uh, you know, it doesn't make any doesn't make any sense. Um, but that just shows what I've talked about a little bit is um, spiritual integrity, right? I feel like we we start to sell our souls little bit by little bit by little bit. And then eventually we don't know who we are, right? And then we're like, you know, what am I doing? I don't like any of this. And so as things kind of heated up in your business, you realize, you know what, I have to get out of this, right? And you start doing the positive head and, and move forward. And then you start to test these principles. And 
everything is great um, on paper, but it's very hard to apply in life real time. It, sometimes it's like Mike Tyson says, everybody's got a plan. Yeah, get exactly. And so, and I know you've seen this in the spiritual community. We've got these ideas of love and compassion. And I've been in a few places before where it's uh it's very it's a lot of posturing you know it's oh they kind of forget that when they get a little bit frustrated or things aren't going their way or the makeup and everything isn't just quite perfect you know uh, <laughs> my eyeshadow is right. you know? i was like <laughs> yeah you know like it happens it's like no well that's that's kind of the challenging part it's really easy you know to be spiritual and everything's perfect right it's really easy to do all these things when everything is going well but when everything is not going well that's really when you test your resolve and who you are and, and how you're going to stick to your principles and your values it's it's another thing so why don't you start sharing some of these eight sure. keys because i want to yeah, know them. Yeah, yeah. i want to apply them and see how i can um uh, you know implement them in yeah, my life I, I love everything you just said and it's like charles bukowski said you know well paraphrasing all that matters is how gracefully you walk through the fire. So I don't know if you've ever seen, there's a meme that floated around for years of Bob Marley laughing. He goes, when you finally realize by needing nothing, you can have everything. And it is that paradox. And it's like, you know, this chasing thing, we're constantly chasing. And then you realize like, hold on, by virtue of me being existing, I am enough. I am as, I am as valuable and worthy of abundance as any other being ever has been, could be, or will be. You know, when you start thinking and, and really tapping into that, the, the, the truth of that statement, that the, the universe has evolved for, you know, 14 or so billion years, just through all of the, just think of all the iterations it's went through to land as Matt Belair in this moment the pinnacle of its evolution, the tip of the spear. And we're going to sit there and critique that incredible feat and say, oh, well, Matt Belair should be doing this differently or have that. And he's not, maybe he's not worthy or whoever's listening. is like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, I mean, just last 400 years, you have th thousands of grandparents, you know, thousands of grandparents, the choice points, the pain, the hardship, the sacrifice that was made for you to be in this now moment. It's like, you are already it. You already are abundant. You already are success just by virtue of being. So it's, I, you know, I think that's a foundational piece that I really try and weave through the book because there's nowhere to go. That's more, any more valid than right here. And so, you know, we we're constantly, we're constantly seeking to uh, do things to get somewhere. And I was talking to a guy the other day, um, that does the spirituality meets business podcast. And he's created a billion dollar organization. And he said something really great. He said, you know, I realized I was doing everything as a means to an end. If I do this and I'll get this, if I do this and I'll get this, if I do, you know, it's like my whole life. Oh, okay. Now it's time to go. If I go here, I can go get a coffee. If I do that, you know, it's just like nonstop a means to get something more. And he's like, okay, if that's what life there's a lot of, I need to get into the state of being the means like I, be the means, like make that where all the joy is, these process of whatever it is that I'm doing. Like it's, it's not so much about getting the end result, but being that process. So another way to kind of say it that I really liked, you know, uh, kind of a way to be, be in the now. And uh, you know, one of my fifth key is BBB. Um, and I, I tie in, you know, I love etymology and I love plays on words and I have lots of synchronicity in my world. And, um, you know, it wasn't lost on me. I, you know, when I realized, hold on, 
my initials are BBB. And I am someone who is constantly as a, such a doer, you know, uh, go here, go here. You know, when, when I was little, my parents were like, uh, my dad's like, we couldn't hold you. You were like, no, you had, you had shit to do. Like you were, you know, don't hold me down. I got work. I got, I got things to explore. And it's like, so as someone who does a lot, and I know you can relate to this too. It's like, you got to be really careful with that at what cost, you know, at the expense of the present, which is the gift. And if you can be the means, and that means you can still be what you are naturally, someone who is wanting to make a lot of moves in this world, there's nothing wrong with that, but make sure you're really enjoying, you know, enjoying that journey. The journey is the goal that is, is, you know, how many people who are really successful, uber successful, you could look back on and, and ask, you know, Jeff Bezos right now, Hey, is where you're at right now better than, um, when that I've, I don't know if you've ever seen that picture of Jeff Bezos, uh, in, in like a garage with Amazon garage. written all scribbled in crayon on the fucking wall behind him. Like, yeah. you yeah. know, it's like, I'd love to ask him, Hey, is, is that, is that, was that a more beautiful time for you or where you're at right now? Right. And a very good chance he would say that or equal, or, you know what I mean? Certainly I doubt he would say, Oh gosh, I hate those memories are awful of this, this ride. And so it's, it's, you know, a lot of times we, with financial abundance, it's a lot of, you know, triggered energy around and that it gets, you know, it's bad or wrong. And it's like, it's not, nothing is inherently good or bad. It's like, what are you doing? How are you approaching it? What is your relationship to it? And so I really try and help people to see, you know, see all of these perspectives that, you know, the only thing Matt I'm really good at is telling a good stories. I think like that, 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 you know, if I were to analyze myself, it's like, Oh, you're really good at telling stories about yourself. Like, Oh, I don't believe in getting sick. I just made that shit up, but it, then it's like abracadabra means I create as I speak. And, you know, with words, our words are our wands. We're spelling. We're literally casting a spell. I'm not going to say I've never been sick, but like literally 46 years old, I've never been in a hospital. I think I've thrown up maybe a dozen times, you know, it's like, I can barely remember ever being sick my whole life. And all I did is just tell a story around it. So once you start, you know, playing with these ideas of how powerful our perspectives are. And it's great because I also merge a lot of the science into it <clears throat> to help back some of this. I mean, you're seeing, of course, you know, placebo, 30% of, you know, all healing, including surgery is placebo. It's like, wow, this is how powerful we are. We are creators, you know? And so, uh, yes, there's a time and place for, for the action piece. Certainly not just nothing irritates me more, then this, you know, I, I think you're similar in this, in our community, there can be a lot of like this, oh, I'm going to integrate from the corner and Lotus position. And, you know, I'm going, you know, it's like, yes, would you like to hire me? I'll send distance Reiki from my, from my room and you can pay me for that. It's like, no, thank you. I got real, I got shit to do. <laughs> like, like, um, so it's, it's a fine line. It's really about finding that balance. I believe the next great art form is the art of manifestation and creating the life of our dreams. And we're all worthy of it. And it's just having the right tools and creating the right conditions to do it. And, you know, w with the book, I tried, I also tried to distill this stuff down as much as I could, because as you can see, I'm pretty excitable and verbose. So I've, I've <laughs> talked about this stuff over 1400 episodes and it's like, what if I actually thank God, my partner 
is a speech therapist. You just got her master's. Like we're like yin and yang. She's super concise. And so we, we, you know, and her, her (laughs) delivery is like so poignant and and precise. So if we sat down with, if, if you, when you read the book, you'll see, you know, special thanks to my partner in time, Karen, for helping to distill my infinite perspectives. We literally sat down. Okay, Brandon, let's distill this. Let's distill this. So what we landed with was a hundred pages, about three hours to listen to of all of my 25 years of exploration. And, and then of course I, I thought, okay, I, I always want to do things in a unique way, if at all possible to at least feel like um, I'm not one with everything. And that, you know, I can experience this identity, this avatar Brandon Beecham in a unique way. So it's like, I had a dream that came to me August 6th on how I would distribute the book. And it, the idea was, okay, gift it and then invite people after the fact to decide what it's worth to them and tie it into an abundance manifestation game. And this whole thing was shown to me. And then it was great because I got up and I thought, oh, what would I call this? This is a great concept. And I, I, I got the download. Okay. Um, what would I call it? Oh, the golden key would be great. I search if someone else has used that name. There's a guy in 1931 named Emmett Fox who uh, shares a, a very short essay called the golden key. That's very famous i didn't know of it and it's like just reading the amazon blurb it's like i dare you to try it and see for yourself and it's like the same ideas you know but from a hundred years ago and so um yeah that's what i ended up doing and then you know now anyone can as long as you have a golden key code uh you can download the audio or ebook and um then any any money that is come flows into the game i share with all the people who are participating and sharing codes and just like a, an opportunity to practice what i preach and walk the talk and and once again i know the more i give the more i'm going to receive because it's coming from a pure intention and you know it doesn't mean always just go give everything away it's like what is the intention what is the energy it, you know, do you align with the person that you're supporting? You know, it's not always the healthy thing to give the homeless person necessarily on this, the person experiencing homelessness, uh, all of, empty your wallet. Maybe it could be, maybe it's the worst thing you could do for, for you and them, you know? So it's like, what is the intention? How does it feel? What is, what is your intuition telling you about this? So, you know, uh, for me, it's like, my intention is like super pure. A lot of people read it and, and don't ever contribute anything. Great. Other people come back and it's like, I've had people contribute, you know, $444, like, you know? And so it's like, whatever feels aligned for you, there's no right or wrong or requirement. And so it's been really fun to gamify it in this way and, and, and just see how people interact, you know? And then of course, getting people to share their stories of abundance is also a thing that I'm putting, asking people to do as well. So. Holy smokes, buddy. Well, you know, I love, I love all that. I think, I think it's brilliant. And you touched on so many great uh, topics and perspectives I feel are, are important, especially the process piece, the way that, you know, to go through the process as a complete human being. And the example that I offer is like, you know, I have a daughter now. And so, and I know that you have uh, kids. So how many kids you have one or two? Yep. One, one, one. Okay. Yeah. So it's like, are you, are you good enough when you have uh, when you're six years old or 15 years old or 20 years old, are you good enough when you develop this skill or this amount of money or this job? And so if we kind of imagine nature and an oak tree and when it's a seed in the ground, and then is he good enough when, you know, he kind of gets above the soil? And he's like, oh, yay, I'm above the soil now. Right? Or is it when he gets the roots and has the first branches, then he's good enough. You know what I mean? It's his, it's his process. And that's what you're speaking of. And I really, I really love the way that you put that, like being the means. 
and um, and understanding the journey aspect of it because it's it's challenging to do that. And um, so I, I'd love for you to kind of dive into that a little bit more and then maybe share some of the more more of the codes as well, because I, I love your analogies. I think they're great. Yeah. How yeah, do we, yeah. How thanks. do we engage in the process? Like I like to say, how can you be whole, complete, harmonious and full of self-love in the process? Right. So to be mm. those means, I had this um, podcast with Sewa, who's a Native American, and she was telling me about doing a, a vision quest. And it's five days, no food, no water on the side of a, wow. a mountain in Arizona where it's hot. And she told Woo! a story about, yeah, how like she was communicating with the plants and then the plants told her, well, where do you get all your food? And she said, well, it's the mother and it's mother earth. So she goes, okay, well go lie down. And the plant told her to lie down. And then she was being, uh, she's like, okay, mother, like I'm thirsty, please help. And she said, my body started to get satiated. And so wow. I do think that there's a link to this field and also the earth right obviously we live off the earth it's common sense but where are the limits to that right and so as far as our abundance goes what are the limits to that in in the fiat currency or in um time or resources or what we want the money for is freedom and so the other thing i wanted you to touch on is like how how is it possible to apply this when when you also accept that you have nothing right you're in the struggle mm -hmm. right now it's like brandon yeah i want to i want to have abundance but right now i have nothing right how do i get in that means so feel mm. free to tackle that rant and yeah. you wish yes i love that i love that so it's it's you know of course we are fractals of source uh and so i've heard it said you know osho talked about this with God, higher self, consciousness, the universe, whatever you want to call it. It's like, it is everything and nothing simultaneously. It emerges from the void. So we are, you know, simultaneously everything and simultaneously nothing. And in and, and our experience it happens in the dance between those, those vantage points. So the idea of having nothing you know, your abundance is very limited. That is just a, a spectrum of all the potential that is. So as you talked about earlier, you know, that that idea that by having, being okay with having nothing, that unlocks everything. Or the third patriarch of Zen says, the great way is not difficult for those who have no preferences. So when you start to say, okay, this life is happening for me, not to me. I am here. My intention is pure. I want to do good. I want to, I want to be a force for love. And, you know, you know, by doing the podcast, as long as you have too, when you get the feedback, like, Hey, Matt, I found your show and it has helped me so much that fuels you for like another hundred episodes, right? Like it isn't giving that we receive. And so, you know, when you say, okay, my intention is to give in any way I can. And, and, and who's, who's to say, me reaching 15 million people downloading my show is any more valid or helpful to the world than you talking to the uh, woman at Starbucks for two minutes, who then goes on to take what you say. It plants a seed. It's divine timing that sprouts within her that now she shares with her child who then is raised with this perspective that you shared in two minutes at Starbucks. And they go on to be the next, you know, president of planet earth or whatever. You know what I mean? You just, we don't know. 
Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I just wanted to kind of chime in on that one because we, I was doing a, a call with my group the other day, and one of them was telling the story about going to get his uh, haircut and how that he was just sharing and influencing and them and talking about some of these aspects and some of the things that's going on in the world. And she wanted more information, but he's not on YouTube. He doesn't do any of the social thing. And I was like, that's how you walk the path. It doesn't matter, you know, that I have a podcast or anything like that. You're yep. doing it in the walk of life. So I just wanted to chime in with that story because I. I totally agree yep. with what you're saying. So true. So true. So what's so empowering when you can say, I am, when you start to understand, I am exactly where I'm supposed to be like source the, the what's happening behind the curtain. It's like, I believe when we pass and we can see everything from an expanded vantage point, you're going to see there is a perfectly woven web where everyone was getting exactly what they need to become the next greatest and grandest version of themselves. So when you can start to, one of my, one of my uh, keys in the book is trust the mystery. When you get into a place where it's like, I don't have all the answers. I don't know everything. The more you know, the more you realize you don't know, but I trust the, the mystery. I trust that there is a force that love is the thread that ties all existence together. And so at its core, it's all happening for love. Like the betrayal of my business partner. It was happening for love. It was happening. It's like my favorite book of all time is a, is a book by Neil Donald Walsh. Highly recommend it called The Little Soul in the Sun. It's a children's book. It's for children of all ages. <laughs> and it's it's so powerful. It's like these souls are in eternity and they're they're blissed out, you know, marvelous beings, you know, divine beings. And then one of the adventurous ones has an idea that never has been thought before. I'd like to experience a concept outside of this, this idea of forgiveness. And then he starts this dialogue with the sun, which is a metaphor for God. And, you know, he's like, oh, you always were the adventuresome one. I knew you'd come up with this. He's like, well, there is a way I've already thought through it. And you will know, we'll create a place where you can go. And, you know, then there will be, uh, the only thing that will be required is one of your fellow lights, these divine sparks that are here, brilliant beyond words, will need to lower their vibration and go down and forget themselves so that they can do this th awful thing to you and it be authentic so that you can have an authentic experience of forgiveness. And, you know, then another soul steps forward and says, I love you so much. I'll volunteer. I'll do this. I'll, I'll, but please, in the moment I do this awful thing to you, please remember me as I am here now because I will have lowered and dimmed my light so much I'll have completely forgotten myself. And if you don't remember me, I may stay lost for a very, very, very long time. And it's just like, no one can hardly read this book without crying. Like, get it for your daughter, get it for yourself. Like, it's, I believe the story of mankind. And so, when you start to understand, okay, hardship is happening to me. I've had all this challenge. Hey, if you've had a lot of trauma and hardship out there, uh, congratulations. Your soul is such a badass that you signed up for that extreme contrast so that you can now land on this podcast. You're such a close vibrational match to what me and Matt are talking about here that out of the billions of things vying for your precious attention, you buy what you you pay attention to, right? You're, you're resonating with this because you were such close reflections. And it's like, wow, you're at this point in your journey that you're ready to really embody and understand all of this. That's a really potent place to be in your journey. And you've paid the dues. And so now you just like, instead of like wanting or wishing for more or judge, you know, a lot of people, 
in this day and age are projecting onto like, oh, I could never be what Matt is. Look at, you know, yeah, he well, he's got this and that going for him. I don't have that. Or look at her on Instagram. She's so beautiful. Of course, she's got a million followers and I've got a thousand. Like all that, it, once again, it's the story that you tell. The story I tell is it's such a close vibrational match. Like that which is likened to itself is drawn, right? This is the way it works. It's like this, so instead of saying, oh my gosh, I could never have that. If I see something I admire or want more of in my, in my own world, it's like, oh, wow, it's getting closer. I'm such a vibration, close vibrational match that it's here in my face in this moment. And, and it totally, it's a total shift from creating separation between you and this other thing that you admire or want more of in your life to actually making it inclusive as a part of your being. And so that is, you know, it's, it's such a, big, big key to start to shift things. So many people out there are like, ah, oh, they're analyzing. They're thinking, oh, wow, I do that all the time. I'm always creating separation. It's not separation. You're missing it. You're missing. It's actually showing you, you, it's, it's you. It's another part of you reflecting so closely. You're calling in more of it. And now you have a different energy about it and you're like grateful for it. And you send it love and you want to see them thrive more because their thrival is your thrival their abundance is your abundance. And so, you know, it's like getting to this place where you're like, ah, oh, I've, I let go. I surrender to what is, I trust the mystery. And I know it's not if, but when till I have all of the, uh, the things that I seek. And a lot of times people are, you know, uh, say expectation is bad. It's the enemy. Like, I, I don't believe that at all. Expectation is, is divine. It's a part of, we came here to make these choices and set aims and goals and go for things with a healthy sense of detachment. I tell this story of it's this or something better. Oh, okay, I want to do this thing. It didn't work out for me, but by taking that step, it led to another thing, which led to another thing, which led to me to where I'm really supposed to be. So you just trusting the journey. It isn't over if you haven't won yet. <laughs> and so if you, can, if you can start living your life from there, then you can relax. Because here's the thing. A billion earth years from now, you're going to be existing in some now moment, growing and expanding. It's never ending what we are. Thank goodness. So we never get bored. Ultimately, source is infinite. God is infinite. Our brain can't really wrap itself around that very well, except just kind of like poke at it and try and understand it. But you are an infinite eternal being. Get used to the journey. It's going to shift, twist, turn, up, down, left, right, all kinds of ways. You want to move into your center where it's like that unmoved mover within that's observing it and trusting it and just saying, okay, what, what is, I'll always have enough information about what I should do next. And there is no wrong steps. It's always going to lead me to the growth that I need. Wow, brother. Well, that is truly epic. I, I absolutely love all that. And you're right about the unfolding process. And I feel like that can be the real challenge. It's it's surrendering to what is in that moment, whatever that is, right? Whatever you have, you know, and, and another one out there that for certain people, they want to learn more, right? They're like, oh, when I get this degree or when I get this course or when I read this book, then I'll be good enough. Then I'll have it. Or when I listen to this podcast and kind of forgetting that journey aspect to be whole, complete and harmonious in the process. And it's definitely something that um, I could certainly improve upon. And I'm wondering if you spoke on the mystery a little bit and if you could elaborate on 
you know, when people go through challenges, how do we remember that? You know, how do we, how do we be that? You know, mm. we've got, we got Victor Frankl's book, uh, Man's Search for Meaning, which is, which is an extraordinary book of somebody going through incarceration in, in Nazi Germany and, you know, having no freedoms at all, just everything stripped. Yep. And he said, the last of the human's freedoms is to choose one's own perspective in any given Boom. situation. And I feel like we touched on this, but it's that power of saying, you know what, I am content with nothing, kind of like, Eckhart Tolle when he had his awakening experience and then was quote unquote homeless for two years. You know, he's like, I just, I need nothing, right? I need nothing. And what you're speaking about is this intention, right? We can intend and we could miss and that's okay. It's not being attached to the result. And I remember when I was in Nepal and I was learning from the monks there and, and we were talking about desire and I said, you know, I, I wrote this book and my, my desire is to have um, you know, a million kids read it to influence them positively through this education that I've learned through my life around psychology and spirituality and all these different things. And then he goes, as like, and so I heard desire is the, the root of suffering. And he goes, no, that's not desire. And I said, what do you mean? And he goes, that's not desire. It's not for you. And so in the giving, it's the gift, yep. you know, and, and like you said, with the podcast, so I desire to help. It's a different thing. I'm not desiring to get a house, although that will be nice. And I will appreciate that house or that abundance when it comes, but it's the intention and then surrender the result. But what you know for sure is if you are intending something that is congruent with your own spiritual, moral, mental um, principles and who you are. And that's what you can do. That's what you can control. And so I just know that so many people out there that are living the, the normal life and, and working a nine to five, you know, things are kind of stressing out a little bit. Maybe things, some things are falling away. How do you, how do you help them get to that space because surrendering completely is a challenge, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, let go. I know you've just lost your job and you're, yep. and you're over on your bills, right? Yep. You're telling me to let go. Yep. I'm in a tough spot here. You, yep. you hippie. Yep. So, yep. Um, <laughs> so how do you, how do you um, address that? Yeah. Such a, what a, what a great challenge to be set up with. <laughs> and you know, what I, I, I ask anyone to, to say, who's in that sort of spot is, Think back of all the challenges that you've had in your life. You always found a way through it. There is always something that happened to lead you here. You didn't cease to exist. You'll leave this place when you're done growing. That's what I believe. So you're going to be here and there's going to be, you know, it, there's always a way is found. I mean, I think back on challenges and times I've been really stressed. You know, I've had extremes of, you know, you know, my son's 22 now and he can remember scrounging for change to buy tacos and living in, you know, super luxurious mansion. You know, he's had the contrast. So I've seen all the sides of it and, and he got, I'm grateful he got the, that contrast, that experience. So if, if you're in the contrast of scrounging for the tacos, you know, congratulations, it, it's, it's pointing you to a place where you're not putting your worth on these external circumstances. And it just, it sort of forces you to either panic stress, you know, what you resist persists, right? So that's the, that's the tr tricky part. So if you panic stress, anxious, oh my God, things are falling apart. It's like, abracadabra, I create as I speak. So it's like smooth seas never made for a skilled sailor. And you came here to be a skilled sailor. So here you go. The seas are rough. 
And um, how gracefully are you going to deal with it? How can you continue to, you know, not slip into panic? And one of the key ways to do that is what you're doing right now, listening to something like this, right? It's soothing. It's a, inner, it's a vibrational offering that we're making in this moment. We're literally inviting you into a pool of it's okay. You are it. You already won. Your worth has nothing to do with what's happening out there. That's just, that's just, um, you know, uh, you know, you in in training, right? That's not defining you in any way, shape, or form. Are you kidding me? You're in an infinite divine being that is as worthy as any being ever has been. Like literally, as Rumi said, you're not a, a drop separate from the ocean. The ocean's in the drop. Literally, all of existence it resides in your dna in the 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 fabric of your soul and so tuning into things like this is a real good way to help i always say there's only one job all of us have many many life paths and careers and journeys but one similar thread our number one job is to manage our vibration and you you be it to see it so listening to things like this, get, go walk in the sun, you know, get some exercise, all the things Matt is so good at teaching and, and walking the talk with, you know, that care of your physical temple, you know, doing, these are things they, they don't cost money, right? It doesn't matter. So if you can start focusing on, you know, Osho said also, you know, everyone should meditate at least 20 minutes a day. Unless you're too busy or stressed, you should meditate an hour. You know, it's like, it, so you, you got too much on your plate. Oh, you really need to, it's like, it's almost counterintuitive, you know, to go, oh, I got to panic, you know, panic and do things, you know, to move things around to fix the problem. There is no out there, out there. Out there is showing up as a vibrational reflection of, you know, who and what you're being. You know, most people, um, do something like work in order to have something like money in order to be something like happy. But that's actually not the way the, the formula works. You're, you're chasing your own creations that way. You, you, you be something like happy and you find yourself doing and having the things that are a reflection of that state of beingness. And so the, the, the good news is, is all the work and all the tools you need to uh, elevate out of the situation and shift the situation are right where you sit because it's all within you. And yeah, that sounds cliche or easy, you know, like, oh, okay, that easier said than done, right? You're not in this situation I'm in. And that's where the great work lies, right? And tuning into things like this, doing things, putting what I can do is make a small choice to shift my vibration. Oh, oh I feel depressed, but I can choose. Uh, you know, an apple instead of the Doritos. Uh, maybe I can get up and go get this, you know, the sun on all of my body, you know, get wear a bathing suit or little to nothing and let the sun like uh, absorb into my skin our, our father's energy. <laughs> you know, if, if, if mother earth, father, son, like is let that permeate. We actually can see physically it completely shifts. One of the greatest way to shift you out of a funk is get in the sunlight. It's going to shift it's you have the greatest pharmacy in your brain and it reacts to these things. So these little things, and, and we know, you know, if I take a, and shoot a, a, a love bomb, a missile from here to Canada and I'm in California and I set a course for it, it right for, 
for Matt's door. And all of a sudden I tweak it by one degree. It like lands in Russia or something. One little shift over a long period of time has incredible amounts of butterfly effect. So understanding that like, ah, you don't, a lot of times I think people think they need to eat the whole elephant in one meal, right? It's like these little things, little shifts. And then that momentum builds and then on that, and it becomes this exponential thing. And one of the greatest, easiest ways is moving your body, getting in the sun and listening to things like this um, to, to help rewire your neural networks. That's really what it's doing. It's when I started the podcast, if you listen to episode one, I say, you know what, if one person hears this, it's, it's going to be worth it. And, and I'm, it's going to help one person already. I know me. So <laughs> uh, I already won. Like, so uh, literally I did it for that reason. I'm going to do it five days a week because I'm going to just retrain my brain and so now it's like second nature for me to view through this lens. It doesn't mean I don't ever slip into anxiousness, depression, or anger or any of those things. But it, now it's like, I can't get 10 seconds down the road with it, that all these concepts are coming up, well, well, Brandon, but you know, but you know this, but you know this, next thing you know, I'm, I'm viewing it from a perspective that serves me. And then I transmute the challenge into the blessing. That lump of coal is always a diamond in disguise waiting for us to see it and approach it from the right perspective to transmute it. Yeah, brother. Well, I love all that. That was amazing once again. And one of the concepts I think that we're touching on here is that life is challenging. I think that we often think that, you know, it's supposed to be this easy road and you gave the analogy of smooth seas don't make for skilled sailors. And so what do we expect as we go through life, right? If you want to be a good martial artist or athlete, which is the background I understand, you have to go through challenge. You lift weights, you do cardio, cardio is terrible. You know, <laughs> you know, you're always constantly pushing yourself, but it is that challenge that makes you stronger. And so if we can understand that, and that's what I learned from the Buddhists as well. And Alan Watts says it really well, where he said, um, you know, in Buddhism, they say life is suffering, um, but more accurately translated as life is frustrating. And so if we understand we're going to have these ebbs mm. and flows, we're going to have these challenges, we're going to have these ups and downs, but we remember that we have infinite capability and connection to source within us and who we actually are, who we truly are. So then the challenge is, can we be content and happy, right, with where you are? And so if, if wherever you are in the process, if you can't be content and happy, it won't matter what that next thing is. Whatever that next thing will morph into another thing. It will morph into another thing. It will morph into another thing. It'll morph into infinite things. And so training yourself to be content, happy, and whole with nothing, with wherever you are, with what you know, with what you have, with what you've done, right? Making peace and you're like, okay, I can and, and learn how to do that and be in that state. And then everything else is a bonus, but that isn't responsible for your happiness. It isn't a little bit of more money. It isn't a little bit more of a house. It isn't like, oh, now a lot of people get in the trap of relationships. Oh, if I had this relationship, then I'd be happy. Well, you want to be in a relationship where you're whole and complete and harmonious because then you're depending on that other person for your happiness. What do you bring into that other person? Right. And we see that all the time. And so you know, I think that those things are incredibly important. I'm reminded of when I went to the Dr. Joe Dispenza advanced um, uh, workshop, you know, he starts to share a little bit more stories there, some of the weirder esoteric ones. And this one's pretty, pretty normal mm -hmm. for some of the other stories he told, but he was talking about one of his friends was really, really wealthy and he took him out for lunch and he said, oh, Joe's like, how are you today? And he's like, oh, you know, you know, I just lost like some sort of stupid amount of money, like 50 million or a hundred million dollars and I'm broke. And uh, 
she was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> and he's like, but my friend wasn't stressed. You know, he wasn't stressed. He's like, oh no, I'll get it back. Like I, he's in the vibration of abundance. He's, he can fully surrender to nothing. Um, and then no, mm -hmm. and be open to everything. And one example I like to give to people is that if you could imagine like, you know, being homeless or whatever and say, you know, even if you start with nothing, you have all the capabilities within you to use effort, to use perspective, to use all of your skills to grow. It'll grow over time yep. and you want the challenge. It would be no fun if we manifested immediately. There would be no nope. challenge, no fun in that. You wouldn't, nobody would, you wouldn't earn it. And so we all get to earn our own place. Ideally, we can do it um, easier, right? But sometimes people who face those greatest challenges, they end up rising to the top. They're able to see the polarity. And um, I just went through the Kybalion and it talks about polarities. And so the farther you go down, the more power you have to even go up to see the other side, to alchemize what was at the bottom to bring you to an even higher level. So you need to make peace with, with whatever the opposite of that pole is. So if it's prosperity, yep. it would be, um, you know, lack of prosperity and having nothing. And so the real power would be, can you be content and whole? And that would be a, a very powerful place to live and experience life from uh, easier said than done probably. Um, but there's the work. <laughs> yeah. But nonetheless true. So uh, do you want to add on to that a little bit? Yeah, I would like to add on to that a little bit. Um, so yeah, the, the deeper, the, the the higher the branches, the deeper the roots, right? It's it's a necessary contrast. So this idea that it should all be love and light and abundance and prosperity, you don't want that. Your soul didn't want that. It's why you created this place. <laughs> so you get into this vibration of, oh, okay. So I can actually see the beauty in the joy in all of it, especially if I can see it in the challenges. Now you're a badass. Now you're an artist. You know, you're, you're a hardest. You are, you've never seen a great work of art without shadow in it. So these are all, this is the, this is what you signed up for. It's like a challenge can my friend, my magician friend who's super vibrant and excitable. He's just like mind blowing magician. And he, the other day he was talking to someone. He's like, someone was complaining about the challenges and depression. And he said, he said to her, yes, this is what you came here for. This is why you do it. You know? And it's like, whoa, what a shift in, in perspective. So the, the question that's always being posed to you by the universe is you are it all. What part of it all do you want to experience next? It is all, um, it, it, it is all, uh, you know, Oh, can you hear me still? I can hear you. Your video. Just okay. Froze. Okay. There you go. Okay. Got it. So it, it's all, it's all as necessary and relevant as any other part of it. So, you know, right in this moment, what part of it all do you want to experience next? You want to experience pain, separation, doubt, hardship. That's as valid as, you know, abundance and success and, you know, health and Hey, it's there's no better. It's all necessary for, for this is God godding. This is how God experiences herself, all of it. So, uh, you know, the question is always when you come holding your bag of sugar to be filled, it will be examined to see how large it is. You know, how, what do you want? What do you, what do you ask? What are you calling in next? And then as soon as you ask for it, it's as good as done in the timeless state. Now your job becomes to align vibrationally so that it can actually emerge creating the right conditions. You have to be a vibrational matcher. You can't say, okay, I want, you know, 
the relationship of my dreams and, you know, incredible health. And then, you know, go and do things that are not health validating and having toxic thoughts all day about how women are all liars and men are cheats. And, you know, and like, you can't, you can't, you've got to become a match for it vibrationally. And that's where the work lies. But really, as far as calling in any, you know, abundance in your life, you know, to manifest, it's all, it's all just stuff. How, how much of the faucet are you turning on? You know, it's like the guy who said, oh, I lost 50 million. Oh, no big deal. I, I, you know, I, I could do that the same way someone else would say, oh, no big deal. I lost 50 bucks. I can, you know, I can make that again because it's, it's all, you know, the vibration, the story it's like, and of course the universe just reads and monitors what the belief and the energy is and the action and in the whole, you know, manifestation soup that they're cooking up and then serves it right back to them. Oh, buddy. Oh, okay. You just stopped talking. You froze and you stopped. So I couldn't tell. Yeah, man. I, I love all that. And, and you're, you're so on point with everything. I think that it's just, it's incredibly challenging sometimes to go through some of those hardships, but like you said at the beginning, how, maybe you want to retouch on that, but like, how do you, you get into that state of just um, being whole? And that's really the key, you know, talking about you're good enough where you are now, you, you are enough as you are. And I like when you talked about the vision, because when I worked with pro athletes and we're looking at becoming an Olympic gold medalist, or we're talking about becoming a pro snowboarder, or we're talking about, um, you know, nitro circus with some of the freestyle motocross riders that I, I worked with. Sometimes that's a five-year aim. If you're a kid, it might be a 10 or 20-year aim. And one of the people in, in the group, in the coaching group that I run, um, they were talking about the story of living. They were in their new home and they were looking out in nature. Um, they were in the city that they wanted. They could see the mountains. They were back in nature. It was a 10-year journey, 10 years. And she had this, like she was explaining to myself in the group, like this feeling of, it's almost like one of those awakening experiences that are mystical, you know, and you have, you have that kind of oneness moment that, that many of us have had and mm -hmm. it's powerful. And she's like, it's like that, but it's so grounded. It's, it's, it's simple and it's warm and it's normal. And I like Wayne Dyer's quote. He says, I am practical. I expect miracles. And sometimes it's that duration. So when you talk about, you know, the time element of it, that's mm -hmm. so important. It, it is done. If you want to improve your health, well, you can do that. It might take six or eight months of certain decisions to happen. And then you can have the health that you want. Um, if it's finances, okay, great. It might take six, 12 months, uh, 18 months, whatever, but it'll happen. You'll get there and you're going to deal with the challenges and things that arise. And through that process, if you must get that thing, right? Um, that example of your friend uh, means to an end, right? If it's the means to an end to get that money and the whole time you're going to be miserable you're not going to be good enough life sucks you're going yep. to miss all of that beauty through the day and um the book uh the peaceful warrior has been coming up lately because mm. the the philosophy guy or the um you know the master in that socrates book, socrates yeah he's a gas station attendant he's nothing yep. he's nothing special by what the western world would say and he would just talk to you and and just share yeah like why is this not good enough you know Am yeah. I not good enough right. that I'm a gas station attendant? I get to talk to my community each day. Is that, is that not enough? Right. And it's, yep. it's such a beautiful perspective. And I feel like what you're offering from this is, Hey, infinite possibilities do exist. 
also recognize other forms of abundance, time, relationships, um, you know, what the money can bring as far as freedoms, and then connecting to these universal and ancient principles, but really with the core teaching of, you know, being whole as you are. And I think that's a really beautiful thing. Absolutely. It's like, from the grandest perspective, the, <laughs> think of it like this, like you're so abundant who and what you are at the core of your being that you were able to abundantly create a universe or a, a physical dimension where you could experience the lack of abundance, which is counterintuitive to what you are at your core. And so it's like, it's all, it's all abundance, right? It's all happening. Like the, the links that had to be gone to for me to have the experience of, you know, get losing the $30 million offer and being betrayed by my best friend, right? That think of the setup and energetic uh, planning and resources that went in to that being able to happen. Someone said, oh, okay, well, uh, this soul that, you know, currently identifies as Brandon wants to have that experience. Okay, well, we're going to need to create a planet. Um, we're going to probably need to take this guy over here who's a divine angel and lower their vibration enough to be able to do this thing like the little soul in the sun talks about okay we're going to need uh oh well it's going to take lifetimes of you know ancestors living to evolve to the point and i mean just that you know it's like it's it's all about it's like it's all happening for love you know same kind of thing at the end of the day when all the chess pieces go back in the box it was all happening so 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 love could mean something because if we're one and we're one with source and all is one and God is love, that becomes meaningless without any contrast. There's no other to experience what love even is. And so therefore what it doesn't even calculate. So create separation, create other, create contrast. And now, you know, come back to it. And now it means something. I think of my brother, um, when he was in his early twenties, he didn't pay a, a ticket. <clears throat> And he had an open container ticket and on the beach, and then he didn't ever pay it. And then years later, he got pulled over and they took him to jail. And he went to jail for like four days, which is kind of absurd for what it was. But, you know, it was divinely designed for him. He's the most sensitive person I know to this day. He's like so sensitive. So him in jail is just like, I mean, it's just a, it's a really funny thing to imagine knowing him the way I do. But he got out. And, you know, they released him at midnight. And so, so they could get paid for one more day or whatever. And then I picked him up by one in the morning, got him home and I cooked a hot pocket for him. And to this day, he says that hot pocket was the best meal he ever had. So that contrast is what we're talking about, right? That contrast is what we, we longed for. So if you're in the far end of the contrast, that's challenging. You know, if you're if, like, I think Winston Churchill said, you're going through hell, keep going. Because on the other side of that, the deeper the roots, the higher the branches. So congratulations, guess what's ahead of you. And all you need to do to get there is start making a daily conscious effort to manage your vibration. Find ways, find ways, little shifts, little changes, tuning into more of Matt, you know, reading more stuff that is affirming of this, rewiring your brain, swimming in the vibrational pool of the abundance that is ultimately your birthright and waiting for you to align with it. Brother, that's amazing. I absolutely agree and love all that. It's, it's practical and it's true. And I love it 
my friend, this has been a treat. I know that you're a busy man. Uh, now you're just exploding. You're you're back on the upswing of the of the uh, travel story. So I'm happy here, to hear Here that. we grow. Yeah, there we go, man. And uh, <laughs> so is there anything else that you wanted to share or talk about before we close this? Yeah, well, um, let's see. For one, I would love to share in, in collaboration with Matt. I would love to share the golden key with each and every one of you because I'm selfish. I know if I help enough of you to uh, ground in these perspectives more and more into your life, only good things flow back to me, only good things flow back to Matt. And so uh, what I've done, if you guys go to goldenkey.gift, you can download the audio or ebook as uh, a gift. And all you need to use is the, at checkout, just use the golden key code um, mastery. And when you use the key code mastery, you'll be able to download either or both. And yeah, and then if you're, you're really feeling it at the end, op- optionally come back and play the golden game, which is an abundance manifestation game um, that we're actually expanding even the way we're, we're now creating a, a Facebook group so we can support each other through that. It's like an 88 day journey of doing exercises every day to further ground in this vibration. And um, yeah, it's, uh, I'd, love, I'd love for you all to uh, experience uh, that. And, and like I said earlier, what's great about it is you know, it's really three hours distilled in a very, you know, step-by-step way of like, you know, step, you know, key one, ground this in, key two, ground this in, key three. And these are the things that I, I fumbled around for 25 years to really get so that I could distill it into here's, here it is in three hours, you know? Um, so yeah, golden key dot gift, gift code mastery and, uh, yeah. Other than that, of course, um, you know, happy to connect with any of you guys. I'm on social media and of course the po- positive head podcast and, uh, where I continue to do my daily vibrational offering to, to help people, uh, stay in this, in this swimming in this pool as well. So. Awesome, man. Well, I highly encourage you guys to check out the book. Um, this was amazing and you know, it's awesome. I love the format of, of giving it out for free cause that's amazing. And then, you know, if people want to support then support, um, yep. what a beautiful way to do it. What a beautiful way to share the knowledge and you've committed five years, five episodes a week. You know, you haven't missed one to putting out positive vibes, you know, the positive head, positive vibes to, to the world. You know, I've been fortunate to be a guest on the show a few times and, you know, you've just committed to that work and to that service and, you know, opening up to who you are and what you're capable of, as well as receiving, knowing that you can help other people because once our boat is afloat, and we've learned how to be a strong sailor, you know, the winds came and it busted up our boat. And then we're holding on to like, you know, one piece of wood because our boat got destroyed. And like, oh, this is terrible. Right. But all the appreciation and learning and experience and value and beauty from that challenge is extraordinary. Yes. And, um, you know, it is valuable. And so, but, but are we capable of making a masterpiece? A hundred percent each and every one of us. And these are universal and timeless and ancient laws that um, apply to all of us. And you're going to need to effort it, right? And like with what you've done, you have put in the work also. You added the visualization, the spirituality, the mindsets, the perspective, uh, you know, being mindful of your vibration. 
and showed up to work each and every day, you know, and put out content, put out service, refined it, overcame failure over and over again, grew, adapted and did all those things. So you would kept engaging in the process. So I think you're just a brilliant example of a, a modern spiritual entrepreneur, uh, a brilliant podcaster, and most importantly, just uh, a beautiful soul and uh, someone I'm honored to call a friend. So I love you, brother. Thank you so uh, much for coming on. Love you, man. You are definitely a, uh, definitely very, beautiful reflection. Like I look at you and I just see and feel such a close, uh, you know, extension of self. And, uh, you know, if anyone came here to be a smooth sailor, I mean, you definitely been on a few Viking ships, right? It had to have <laughs> lifetime on a Viking ship, man. And so we were probably there like heaving the sails together, you know, in the pouring rain. And it's just an honor to continue to co-create and weave with you. And I just look forward to continuing to do it in the future and getting, you know, hoping to see your, your face here at the Mystic Manor sometime. And um, let's just keep doing, keep doing it and focusing on, you know, helping as many others as we can along the way. And uh, such a pleasure and honor to connect with each and every one of you out there as well. Just remember, you are as worthy as any other being ever has been, could be, or will be. That is truth. I love that, man. That is a baller closer. Well, I, I appreciate you. Definitely go check out his book. Check out the audio book. You know, it's an hour of distilled wisdom. That's incredibly hard to do. So I know it's three, be about three. Okay. Well, yeah. Okay. Three, but that's still incredibly hard to do. Um, and so I'm just grateful for your work and your book. If you like the show, censorship is crazy bonkers. So please leave a review, share it, um, become a member if you wish. And also check out the positive head podcast because Brandon has just so many amazing episodes and we can link you up to, you know, between our guests and what we're doing, you know, amazing people out there that are, you know, walking the path and it's a beautiful supportive community. So, uh, thank you all for listening and we will see you in the next episode. Journey well, everyone. See you, brother. Thanks for coming. See you. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, the absolutely phenomenal Brandon Beecham, my homie. He is uh, such an amazing person. If you want a free copy of his book, go to goldenkey.gift and use the code MASTERY. I highly check out. I uh, highly recommend you check out his podcast, The Positive Head. It's it's an amazing show. He does you know shows five times a week for just the longest time. So he's such an amazing person. I highly recommend checking out his book. He uh, you know I love his view on what abundance is and how we can align with that energy because I think that we need to use this abundance mindset to move that towards uh, community abundance, time abundance, food abundance, water abundance, and get and use all these universal laws to create a very powerful solution to what is going on in the world so um for those of you guys who enjoy the show please share it as far as you can on every single platform that exists if you want to follow me the best thing you can do is go to mattbelair.com and become a member you can do that by donation or even for free if you email me because the censorship is nuts youtube has kind of got me now so i'm i'm posting on telegram i'm posting on odyssey i'm also posting on rockfin so if you go rockfin forward slash matt belair i'm going to be doing my lives there and open to any solutions because it's just kind of bobbing and weaving as you know you do the pop the platform and then they take you out and so uh just doing the best to keep 
sharing the information and getting it out there. So any help is greatly appreciated. Um, if you guys want to check out the Academy or the Atomic Alchemy, just uh, send an inquiry at matt at zenathlete.com. We would love to have you if you're the right fit. It is a really a powerful community, um, each architecting their own reality and their own dreams um, based on their values. So to get really clear on who they are, what they want to do, and we help each other bring it and put it into the world. And uh, some people are already getting amazing results after a short time. So we would love to have you there if that sounds like something for you so that's it uh remember to do three kind acts wherever you are in the world today and let's come into a state of peace and coherence before we close this show wherever you are in the world just stop what you're doing taking a deep breath in through your nose hold that breath and let it out slowly filling every cell muscle and fiber of your being with peace joy contentment connection inspiration courage and ready to take on the rest of the day So thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.